Welcome everyone back to the Athlete Maestro Podcast, the sports education podcast that helps young athletes like you break your mental and physical limitations in sport as well as develop a strategy to achieve your sports goals. This is episode 775 and I'm your host Tola Ogunlewe. Live for the fight and develop a body of work. At the moment, he stands atop the ladder as the most successful Grand Slam champion in male tennis. At the recently concluded Australian Open, he won his 21st Grand Slam title and became only the fourth man in the Open era to win all Grand Slams on all the different surfaces a minimum of two times. Today on the show, for a second time, the great Spaniard, Rafael Nadal. Now flashback to episode 97, when we looked at Rafael Nadal the first time around. At that time, which was almost five years ago, he was a winner of 14 Grand Slam titles. And in that episode, I talked about how he was close to becoming the greatest tennis player of his generation. Little did we know then. That fast forward five years, he'll be a 21-time Grand Slam champion. You see, Nadal began his career as a kid from Mallorca who loved the clay. Nadal was born on 3rd of June 1986 and started his career as a clay court specialist. He was introduced to tennis at the age of three by his uncle and never looked back. To show how good he was, at the age of 14, the Spanish Tennis Federation requested his leave from Mallorca for Barcelona to further advance his training. So literally, they wanted him to, him to move so that he could get better at tennis. You don't get that kind of attention unless you are very good. Although his family turned down the request, it never hampered his career. In 2001, Nadal turned pro. And just four years later, at the age of 19, Nadal won the first of his nine at that time, of course, nine French Open titles. Currently, he has 13 French Open titles. At this point, it was clear that Nadal favored the clay. But you see, what happened next shocked the world. He won the French Open, of course, consecutive times. But gradually, he started improving his game on grass and the hard court. He will go on to win Wimbledon two times, win the US Open, I think about three or four times. And of course, he has now won the Australian Open two times as well. Today is your mentor, guys. And there are three lessons that I want you to learn from Rafa Nadal. Two lessons, actually. If you flash back to that first episode, guys, when we looked at Rafa Nadal, the three lessons that I wanted you to learn from him then were mental toughness is key in sports. You must know and understand your game. And of course, never give up. So the three lessons, I want you guys to go back and listen to that episode but these are the three lessons i shared in that episode mental toughness is key in sports which of course you cannot dispute you must know and understand your game you see this is when becoming a student of your sport in and out of your sport really begins to pay dividends and really begins to matter and of course the final one was never give up we went into detail into those three but you see on today's episode guys off the back of his victory at the Australian Open, there are two lessons, key lessons, you know, showing the progression. Like I said, 
episode 97 was about five years ago right so to see that progression to the point where he is now there are two lessons that i want you guys to live and the first one guys is live for the fight live for the fight if you guys don't follow me on instagram or on twitter i think you should like you get daily updates and of course there's something i'm thinking of starting which is a close friends list where of course i share with you um sports performance tips uh, that that you guys can really use and can take your game to the next level but you should follow me at tola so last week when Juan Martin Del Potro, you know, more or less announced his retirement from tennis, you know, I shared on my Instagram stories like the, the journey of his career, things that he went through, you know, and, and the lessons that I wanted you to learn from him. That's a guy we're still going to do a deep dive episode into on the podcast. But the lesson I was sharing, I asked a question and I said, if you were 19 years old, right, and you got to the final of a tournament, so the final of the Olympics, World Championships, so for tennis, maybe final of a Grand Slam or one of the ATP Masters 1000 titles, you know, maybe in football, you get to the final of the Nations Cup, you know, that was just concluded or the European Championships or the World Cup, right? And things are not going your way. What is the thought that you're going to have at the back of your mind? And the first option was that, I'm going to get many more chances. I'm only 19 years old. The second option was that this would be my only chance and I have to take it. Of course, 86% or something ridiculous like that said, I'm going to get more chances. Like this cannot be the only chance I would ever get throughout my career. And I, and I understood that. And I understood that. And I gave them credit for that. And then I went on to share the example of Juan Martin Del Potro, who at 19 went to his first Grand Slam final at the US Open. And he was playing against, guess who? The great Roger Federer, who, of course, is one of the greatest, if not the greatest, tennis player of all time. Of course, Nadal would have a thing or two to say about that. He was up against this guy and he was two sets to one down. 19 years old. Two sets to one down. This guy fought back. And he won his first and only Grand Slam title. And of course, I, I told them, I said, so imagine you were Del Potro, right? In that final, two sets to one down, 19 years old against the great Roger Federer. What would you be thinking? And of course, it kind of aligned with what a lot of people said, which is that I'm going to get many more chances. Like this cannot be the only chance that I would get. It's, it's absolutely impossible. You know, and I understood that and I respected that. But I said, look at the example with Del Potro. One of the things that he could never see coming, or one of the things that he never saw coming, was the injuries that he was going to battle with. Multiple wrist surgeries, knee surgeries. Like, literally, the guy went from there and it was just one injury problem after the other. He will come back, so he will go outside the top 200 in the world, he will fight his way back to the top 10. He will go get injured again, go outside, fight his way back into the top 20. You know, and I said, look, you have to live for the fight. You see, there is no athlete, guys, who epitomizes this lesson than Rafael Nadal. And you see, the point of the lesson, guys, is this. You see, if you live for the fight, then you are going to love the fight. And of course, we saw in that Australian Open final, Nadal against Medvedev, right? For the 21st Grand Slam title, Nadal was two sets to one down. But you see, this is a guy who over the course of his career has built a reputation as a fighter. Has built a reputation as a fighter. This is a guy who loves to fight. 
This is a guy who will chase balls down that he doesn't need to chase down. This is a guy who will make attempts that other people will have been like, why don't you just leave the ball? Like, why are you struggling to get this? Why? Why don't you just leave it? And you see, the point is this. Because he always lived for the fight, he loved the fight. So even when he was two sets to love down and Medvedev was on his way to winning the Australian Open, guess what? He had no problem fighting back. He had no problem fighting back. But you see, for a lot of young athletes, you guys have trained your brain, right, to run from the fight. So if you were Nadal in that final, right, you lost the first set, you still believe, okay, yes, maybe I can do it. Yes, maybe I'll still give it my best. You lost the second set, then you're just like, oh man, that, that's about it. Like, it's not, it's not, it's not exactly giving up, but you are resigned to defeat in the sense that I can't fight my way back from this. You see, the first lesson that I wanted to learn from Rafa Nadal in this second episode, guys, is live for the fight. You see, even if it's for the sake of fighting, just fight. You see, because of that Del Potro's first encounter with having to fight, in a Grand Slam final against a great athlete like Roger Federer, what happened was that he got to the point where even when the injuries were becoming a problem, he could easily fight back. Even this latest comeback, it wasn't a comeback in the sense of, oh, I'm coming back fully on tour because his knee wasn't fully healed. It was a comeback in the sense of a farewell. So imagine the guy going through the rigors of rehabilitation right just for a farewell like he went through surgery went through rehab there were videos of him you know sitting on a wheelchair his leg extended right and he was just hitting balls and he was just hitting balls you don't go through that right if you don't love the fight and this is the lesson guys that i want you to learn from rafa nadal you have to live for the fight even if it's just for the sake of it you know so yes you know you're going to lose Yes, you know you're not going to win, but you still fight regardless. You see, you're telling your mind something. You're telling your brain something that you can do it, that you can fight, that you can give it. And that is the key lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from Rafa Nadal. If not for the fight, he will not be a 21-time Grand Slam champion. That's the first lesson, guys. Second lesson, guys, is develop a body of work. Develop a body of work. And this is another example that I shared with you on my email list. So if you're not on my email list, oh man, I don't know what you guys are doing. Head over to athletemaestro.com forward slash newsletter. athletemaestro.com forward slash newsletter to get your hands on to sign up rather for my email list so you get all these experiments. So recently I took out my tooth, right? And of course it still bothers me when I talk for too long, you know, it still hurts a little bit and all of that. You know, but I took out the tooth, mark was swollen and all of that. Yes, I had recorded my episodes for the week at that time but the point was that the next week was going to be a problem how did i solve this issue because obviously my mouth is swollen i can't exactly come and record and be sounding like yeah the episode you know it's going to look weird right so what did i do i returned to my body of work i have over 700 episodes of this podcast i can guarantee that even if you're a student of the game you might not have listened to every single one of those over 700 episodes right even if you have listened to every single one of those 700 episodes guess what there are certain things you might not remember so i then doubled up i'd started it before but i doubled up on the selects edition going back in time 
to share episodes of great athletes caleb dressel right um, um virat kohli Haley wickenheiser you know all these great athletes i went back and i shared the episode i also shared wednesday episode i also said interviews alan stein jr dre baldwin great guys that came on the podcast you see i would not have been able to do that guys if i did not have a body of work how does this lesson apply to nadal you see coming into the 2021 2022 australian open right rafa nadal had been out of competition for six months so in 2021 by i think it was july or thereabout he cut his entire season short so he didn't go to the us open because he had a foot injury and he had to get it healed and all of that right so it was very very important for him that look let me just get some games under my belt let me just get matches under my belt so he went to um, an ATP 250 tournament, I can't remember, maybe Mexico or Dubai or something funny, one of those countries, right, to get some fitness. That was one tournament, right, in the last six months. So coming into the Australian Open, nobody expected that Nadal was going to get to the final. Nobody expected that he was going to win. How was he even going to do that? Like you tell me, he was short on fitness. He was match rusty. He hadn't played enough games. Yes, he won that ATP 250 tournament, but it's an ATP 250 tournament. The cream de la cream. We're not in that tournament, right? So he comes to the Australian Open, round after round, progresses, progresses, up until he gets to um, Denis Shapovalov in the quarters, Matteo Berrettini in the semis, and of course Medvedev in the final. You see, what allowed Nadal do the things he did at the Australian Open, aside from the fight, was the fact that he had a body of work. This is a guy who, just like I said, episode 97, five years ago, was already a 14-time Grand Slam champion. So between that five years ago and that Australian Open, he had added six Grand Slam, champion, Grand Slam titles under his belt. This is a guy who had developed a body of work. So it was not difficult for him to call on his body of work when he mattered the most. So yes, I know I'm not fit, but I have strategy. Yes, I know I'm not fit, but I have skills, techniques that I can deploy to my advantage. Guys, it is important. I cannot emphasize it enough how important it is that you must develop a body of work. And you see, your body of work starts from practice. You see, Nadal is a guy who practices harder than he actually plays. So there was, I can't remember who the athlete was, who was at a tournament and he went to watch so nadal was supposed to go up next or something right so he was going to the training um to the training court you know to practice okay nadal is going up next he meets nadal right on the training court drenched in sweat drenched in sweat and he's asking himself like isn't this guy playing next like what the hell is he doing he's playing next look at him drenched in sweat you see the guy placed more emphasis on his training than the tournament itself so the work that he had done in training made it easy for him to apply a lot in tournament. That's what a body of work calls for. That's what a body of work means. So if you're asking yourself now, if we look at your entire catalog, how much of a body of work do you have? How much of a body of work do you have as an athlete? I'm sure it's not a lot. I'm sure it's not a lot. And that's why you have to get to work. That's why you have to improve yourself. Two lessons, guys, from Rafa Nadal. Live for the fight and develop a body of work. And of course, do not forget, go back to episode 97 
where you will learn mental toughness is key in sports you must know and understand your game and never ever give up never ever give up guys extremely important athlete maestro episode 775 head over to the website check out the free and paid resources that we have for you there if you're a parent got great news for you this sunday february the 20th depending on when you're listening to this i'm hosting my free masterclass nurturing your child's sporting talent you want your child to play professional sports this is the place for you to be no other place you will learn everything you need to learn to ensure that you get to that point where you can help them on their sports journey athletemaestro.com forward slash sports parenting athletemaestro.com forward slash sports parenting that's where you're going to learn everything you need to do to help your child commence their sports journey and take things to the next level athletemaestro.com forward slash sports parenting if you haven't subscribed to the podcast you haven't left us a rating and review what are you waiting for what your rating and review does is that it helps other athletes find the podcast know that this is a resource they can use to chase their goals in sports athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe you have any questions you want me to answer them on the show friday episode of the show send me a mail friday at athletemaestro.com friday at athletemaestro.com i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing is not enough you must apply willing is not enough you must do i want you to go out there learn all the lessons you can from a great champion in rafa nadal i want you to go out there and i want you to be a maestro today and every single day